What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. What's up, everybody? This is Eve with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. You are in for a treat today. We had Jenny Fisher, a.k.a. Fish Fit Mom. She's an Instagram legend. She is an oblique ambassador here in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Posts some really cool, amazing workouts. Has really, really cool content. If you really want to check out what Charleston's like, um, and see some really cool workouts, then you need to go check her out. There will definitely be links in the show notes. I had an absolute blast talking to her today. She really, honestly, is very, very passionate, uh, is inspirational. You can see her authenticity, and I'm sure you'll be able to feel her authenticity in the midst of this conversation. I mean, it was so cool. We went on multiple tangents, so forgive me already. I lead uh, some of our guests on some (laughs) different kind of paths, but I really hope you enjoyed this conversation. I know I did. All right, here we go. Jenny Fisher on the mic. Yes. How are we doing? I'm doing great. Cool. Very, very good. So um, you're on Instagram, that's kind of, Social media is a really cool way to connect with people. And I feel like I've connected with a lot of people through um, Instagram and social media. And like, it's amazing the spider web of connections, you know, and it's like, just seems to be branching out and branching out. And like, I'll never make it 65 episodes. Like I can know about 10 (laughs) fitness people. And And like now it's unbelievable. And it's so So cool. cool. Um, Very cool network. Yeah. There's just so many people trying to affect people's lives in a positive way and mm-hmm. get them healthier and get them stronger and help them with their mindset, help them with their bodies. And uh, um, I was trolling you a little bit. I think that's the yeah. correct term nowadays. And kind of checking out <laughs> Positively some of the- trolling. Yeah, that's right. Oh, good. I like that. I'll have to use that one. Um, but you're doing some really cool stuff on social media. Thank you. Um, you know, that's kind of your, we'll call it your side hustle. I don't it know is totally my side hustle. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. got a full-time job too, right? I do, yeah. I feel, I've listened to a lot of your podcasts and I've I feel like I might be one of the only people that's like a layman at fitness. Like that's not my profession. Right. But um, I used to be a personal trainer back in the day, but now I just, I just have this drive to need, like put it out there for people that didn't have access to things like that, which I know there's a thousand people that do workouts online, but mm-hmm. I did it for my personal friends and I'm so happy that I did it. But um, yeah, it's, it's my, my side hustle. I got a full-time job. Right. Kids, the whole deal, yeah. No, it's such cool content. So maybe tell us a little bit about, you know, what kind of content you're producing, mm-hmm. maybe why, and okay. then also just how you got to this point of like, hey, I'm just going to start <laughs> throwing workouts out there and make, you know. And, yeah. Um, well, I, just a little bit about my background in fitness because I, I do know fitness. It's not yeah. that I completely... Um, a newbie at it, but I, I was a personal trainer in college, and my husband was the manager of personal training at a place called um, Capital Fitness in Raleigh, which okay. is an upscale gym there, and, and I was waiting tables, and he's like, hey, you'd be really good at personal training. You should get your certification. I'm like, oh, no. I Well, it turns out I was really good at it, and I had a great connection with my clients, and 
it was awesome. But um, so I did that through college, a little bit after college, and decided to get into the actual world of sales. Use my college degree in science that I wanted to do. So I got in pharmaceutical sales. So left the whole personal training thing, but still just. I love movement and I love activity so much. It's always been in my life. It's always been a part of my life. But um, I had two kids move to Mount Pleasant, um, you know, fast forward 14 years. Right. And <laughs> I know, here we are. Um, and I had a lot of girlfriends reach out to me going, hey, I'd love to go to the gym with you. I want you to show me some things. Awesome. No problem. Let's go to the gym. We'll work out. Um, I mean, that was probably 10, 15 different friends asking those questions. Um, How do they even know that you were like working out on a regular basis? Like, they just know. I, okay. They just know me as Jenny's that girl that goes to the gym all the time. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I would. My husband and I, when we lived in Birmingham, Alabama, where there's nothing to do besides eat or go to the movies. And sorry, Birmingham, it's, it's an amazing city, but for us, it didn't it's have a healthy host. Charleston podcast. It didn't have. <laughs> do a healthy but, Birmingham one. <laughs> you know, but on on date nights, my husband yeah. and I would be at the gym. That's what we. Did and so my friends knew that that was just part of me, and so they they'd ask me to um, take them to the gym, show them around. They knew I used to be a personal trainer, and um, I'd take them to the gym, and I'd take them through a full workout. They'd have an, an amazing workout. Thank you, thank you so much. I'm going to start doing this stuff. I'm going to do the same workout next time I come, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> you can't do the exact same workout right. every time you come. You know, we did a leg day. Are you going to work your legs, you know, three yeah. times in a week? No. Um, but not only that, but they also get discouraged because I'm not there helping them along and, and, and working on their weight increases and just things like that. Mm -hmm. And then one day my mom was like, you know, I'm so frustrated. I don't know what to do. I have all this equipment at home. I don't know what to do with it. So I'm like, mom, it's so easy. Just, I mean, I can send you a workout. Let me just, so I filmed one in my living room and, and texted it to her. No idea if she ever did it, but, um, Maybe a month or two later, I had three friends at different times go, uh, show me different workouts. Another one, um, what kind of diet do you think I should be on? Another one was asking me to take him to the gym and, and take him through a whole thing. So my husband's traveling for work, which he does, he does often, and I'm sitting there drinking my glass of wine, watching some kind of terrible TV show, and I'm like, you know, I, why can't I just post 15-minute workouts on Instagram? Like, I'm pretty sure that would be kind of easy to do. And so I just sat there and started thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, having this dry, oh, I've got to do this. So before I went to work, the next morning I dropped my kids off and went to a park, filmed two workouts, changed, went to work, and posted one that evening. And I think within a month or two I had a few hundred followers. And I'm like, oh, this is like a thing. This yeah, is cool. People like this. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of how it started. That's awesome. So. Yeah. I mean, getting the idea to just post things on Instagram. So like you're basically filming a workout, giving people a little bit of like variability with those workouts yeah. and kind of encourage them to do the same thing or just, I mean, probably inspirational too. Like, oh man, I, I can do workouts like this as well. Like, yeah. how do you see that? How did you even choose that medium, right? Yeah. Like social media and then like, what have you kind of seen from that? I'm just curious. I, um, so I chose Instagram because I had a personal Instagram and every once in a while I would post like, a part of my workout that I did at the gym, I mean, I might have done that two or three times maybe, mm -hmm. but it kind of felt like it was coming off as, hey, look at me, look what I can do, instead of, I'm putting this out here to help you. So I thought, okay, I need to use Instagram in a different way because I don't want my friends thinking I'm just showing <laughs> showing off right, what I right. do at the gym. Just flexing the gym, right? Yeah, got plenty um, of those out there. <laughs> I'm not a gym selfie taker. But, yeah. uh, so I, I was like, let me organize this so that I can 
post it so, truly so that my 20 or 30 friends that I know, I can go, hey, I'm, I'm posting workouts online for you. And they can access it, they can watch it, take notes, do whatever, they can do it exactly like it is. But I wanted, to, I wanted it to be so easy that they had no excuse not to do it. That they could pull it up and they had so many to choose from. They could do it however they want. I just wanted, I envisioned my girlfriend, um, I have a specific one of mine, I'm not gonna say her name, but yeah. I, ha I have a specific girlfriend that loves to cook. And I'm like, I want her, like I could see her doing my workout as she's cooking. Like, okay, this is simmering, let me go do this set of, you know, planks or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I wanted. Like, zero excuse, you got kids running around you, you're cooking, but you could still get a little movement in. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's genius idea, right? Like, I hope so, I mean, yeah. That's, in our opinion, here at Made to Move, like mm -hmm. if we do a rehab program, we need to incorporate those kind of things mm -hmm. into people's everyday world and everyday lifestyle, yeah. right? It's like yeah. not necessarily realistic for somebody who's never trained before to go from zero to like, all right, all of a sudden you're gonna go to the gym, you're gonna do exactly this <laughs> with these machines, you've never seen these machines before, you've never yeah. had a workout program before. 60% you're, yeah. you're, you're you one, know, one rep max. max. <laughs> yeah, let's go test all that and like, no, right? Yeah, like you exactly. just gotta, okay, I can do some planks, I can do some air squats, I can do whatever exactly. in between. Yeah, me simmering something on the right. stove or right. cooking on the oven, and like, oh, it gets a little. That's how you build habits, right? That's how you change. That's absolutely right. You know, and you also start time. to learn, like, wow, just moving that little bit it helps me so much. Maybe I should go to an arch theory or high low and incorporate that once a week now. Now that I'm feeling a little bit more um, into the movement, that mind body connection is starting to develop. Yeah. So it's it's gonna start somewhere. What do you see as like the Purpose may not be the right word, but like when somebody goes and looks at your Instagram and just kind of following that stuff, like mm -hmm. you want them to do the workouts, like is the next step for them again, just to be able to, hey, I'll do these for a little while and then I'm going to hopefully start working out a little bit more and go to an orange theory, right? Like, do you go through movement mm -hmm. as far as like functional movement? You know what I mean? Quotation marks. I put movement. so many different um, styles on there. It's all very hit incorporated and body weight incorporated because sure. um, I want them to be able to burn a lot of calories quickly without any um, equipment. And my thought, like if, I think when I first started, I had a lot of, um, you know, either beach body moms or um, Orange Theory or High Low people. Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying that because they have a program, um, yeah. not specifically, but but other coaches thought I was competing with them. Mm -hmm. I want it to be more of a either a beginner like couch couch to five k couch to orange theory wow or couch um, to gym oh. or a total supplement. You know, I've got a personal trainer twice a week. They're expensive. I can't use them anymore, but I can do two of Fit Fish Mom workouts back to back for a thirty minute workout and then see my trainer twice a week. Like it's a total supplement. Yeah. Um, that's, that was my thought that's process. Kind of the vision. And that's how I use it, frankly. Like yeah. if, I, if I'm stuck at home, it's raining, I've got kids, my husband's traveling, I'm like, I can't go anywhere. I will pull up my three to 400 different workouts that I've posted and just find one that I'm like, oh, that one's cool. Let me try that one. Right. And I'll do it. No, I've done the exact same thing. I'll have like a, <clears throat> I call it like my emergency workout plan. So yeah. if I have like literally 10 minutes, yep. you know, I can do like a hundred burpees It's amazing time, what you can do right? in yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. Exactly. You could literally do that. And it's probably, better than nothing. Right. Keep yourself <laughs> healthy. Just doing, if you did, the intensity was high enough. Yes. You yeah. just did a 10 minute workout. Yep. Like you could definitely... Um, keep yourself pretty mobile and, and pretty strong. And to that point, intensity is, is relative to each person. You know, you've got, um, 
I, I've got a lot of women that are 65, 75 that um, are in, in great shape, but they're not doing CrossFit, you know? Right. And they're like, just those 20 air squats that I did made me sore the next day. That is awesome. Like, mm-hmm. that apparently is the intensity level that works for you, and just keep going on. I don't want you to have to compare yourself to somebody else. Um, don't compare yourself to me, because obviously I work out very hard. I'm in a certain shape. Right. But I want you to know that I started somewhere too. Right. So... Right. Yeah. No, there's an intensity level. As I mean, it's so hard to quantify, right? And people want to, I mean, that's what Orange Theory attempts to do. It's probably a lot yeah. of like yeah. your heart rate and that's a big factor. But like I always tell people, as long as you're uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. Not in pain, yep. but this is actually hard to do, yes. right? Then you're probably at a very, very good intensity mm-hmm. level, especially for somebody who's at a, who's a beginner. Yeah. Um, something I kind of want to circle back to which is you're a personal trainer for four years, you said. Right? Uh, it was like three years. Three years, yeah. okay. And so through those three years, I think it's really cool that um, you started doing sales because I think personal training and that you know that world is very similar to the oh, yeah. sales world, right? Absolutely. Just emotional IQ and judging people and motivating people. It's all mm-hmm. really the same. But, I mean, this is something that I do quite a bit too is like my own training becomes my own little personal experiment for what I give to yeah. other people yeah. too, right? It's like, hmm, I wonder if I, I'm sure uh, you'll tell me if I'm wrong, but like, I'm gonna go do this workout and if this is a good workout, this is something I could post maybe yes. later, yes. right? I'll play with like different rehab exercises. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, like, or my shoulder feels great. Wow, that was a lot more intense than that looked. Right. I had no idea what yeah. I was putting people through. Right. Yeah. Or that's a terrible idea. I'm actually <laughs> never gonna give everybody that weird exercise. Yeah, yeah. You know, so <laughs> is that something that you kind of did when you were personal training? It's just like, you kind of self-experiment or, yes, um, you know. So I totally, I, this will sound really um, pretentious or whatever, but I started doing hit before hit was cool or be- before hit was a word. Sure. Um, so I would take clients and my whole thing was, okay, I'm telling her to work out on her own, but I'm looking at her logbook and I know she's not coming in. So I need to maximize the calorie burn as well as building those muscle groups all at the same time while she's in here for an hour. Because I know to a college student, I'm like $1,200 for a month of personal training is a lot of money. And that's what she's spending on me. So mm-hmm. I need to give her as much as I can. Yeah. So what I would do is I would have them do um, intervals on the treadmill or do some kind of uh, box jumps in between their sets. Like total, um, I don't even want to call it active recovery. It was just nonstop. Like yeah. I'm going to keep your heart rate up so that when you are... Um, in a recovery mode, you're still at a fat burning zone the whole time. Like I just wanted to maximize every minute I had with them. So we're we're doing our heavy weighted squats and all this stuff, but at the same time she's doing jumping jacks while she's talking to me um, in between sets. Yeah. And um, that is how I personally would work out. And so I just kind of developed it that way. So yeah, I would take the things that I did and incorporate it with, and, and most of my um, clients were females. Right. So they were they were all about it. Like, yeah, burn my calories. I want to lose some fat, tone, all that stuff. Yeah, I think people forget that. Yeah, like um, high intensity or hit training, mm-hmm. right? Uh, or even you know, um, I guess they were called supersets back in the day, super right? Sets, kind of, right? Yes. But it was more of like tries and buys, and yep. you're supersetting those, and you still got like a big rest period. Yeah. But like, yep. you know, the idea of of working out. And doing five or six different exercises or even two exercises back to back and not really resting between sets was like <laughs> probably frowned upon. Like I remember working out <laughs> and even if you go to some of the like we'll call quotation mark globo gyms, yeah. there's not a lot of people doing high intensity exercise. They're usually, you know, they're going there, they do yeah. a machine for a minute, they rest mm-hmm. for a minute or two and then they do the next exercise. 
you know, maybe they do a circuit of that stuff, right. but there's not. Well, yeah. and to be honest, it does take a certain comfort level to put yourself out there and do this stuff because I've, I've gotten looks at the gym when I'm doing, um, you know, I'll do a heavy set of um, bench press with dumbbells, uh, superset that with flies, yeah. and in between I'm doing um, hopovers on the gym or on the on the bench, and, you know, I got the, the, the quote-unquote meathead next to me like, Dude, bro, what you doing? Like, yeah. this is this is not the space for a hit. And I'm like, I, dude, I'm doing my thing. So chill. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it takes a level of confidence to do those things in a in a gym like that because nobody else is doing it. So yeah. Yeah. What I like about a lot of your workouts are just like outside. You can do them in yeah. your backyard. You can almost do them anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere in Charleston. <laughs> right. That's the best part. You can pick some cool locations too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, love the city so much. I'm like, let me film everywhere possible that's gorgeous, which is everywhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I, that's how I'd like to work out. It's like, I feel like if I'm in a gym for an hour, I literally mm-hmm. only have an hour, and you're awake for X number of hours, and you're sleeping, like, you don't have a lot of time to train, so you might as well maximize every minute. Yeah. It never really made sense to me to just take long rest breaks, unless you're trying, I mean, now we know that, obviously, if you're literally trying to, like, gain yes pure strength Total. or yeah. pure hypertrophy that makes sense yep. but for just general you know physical preparedness and just general fitness and keep your heart rate up it's like no i have an hour let me just maximize yeah. this hour and move the entire time it's also less boring in my opinion it's less boring and yeah. i mean you're you're a father right yeah. so i i had um, i had a baby uh, who's now 6 years old and before that my husband and i would go to the gym at like 9 o'clock at night and go for an hour and a half um, and I, you know, had a baby, would have to take him to the nursery there. And I'm like, I don't want him to be in this nursery for an hour and a half. So I would condense everything that I used to do in an hour and a half, I could do in 45 minutes. I mean, same exact workout, much higher intensity, same calorie burn, same everything in 45 minutes. So yeah, you don't have to take these long rest breaks and, and take forever at the gym. That's not a badge of honor to be at the gym for that long. Yes. Yeah. How hard are you working while you're there? Yeah, no, I agree. And then I really think there's a ton of benefit too to this. Again, we're gonna call it old school, but you know, it's doesn't need to be called that. It's just like calisthenics. Yeah. Right. Just like okay, I'm just gonna jump over this bench twenty times. Like, uh-huh. how hard is that to do? Like, <laughs> arguably that uh, you know bodybuilder next to you probably couldn't have even physically done. Although they were pretty strong, right? Yeah. Would like yeah. not be very comfortable doing that. And again, this term functional fitness is kind of thrown around quite a bit, right. but like it makes more sense to me to get really good at running and jumping and lunging mm-hmm. and just moving your body in totally yes. different ways. Then let's pick one pattern, bicep curls, skull crushers, yeah. bench press, and just do these five things, leg day, arm day, all right. the time, and never vary that stuff. Like, I, You know, it's, it's all about what your... Uh what your goal is at the end of the day. And if you're a bodybuilder, you need those things. Sure. But I am more about um, how am I going to uh, feel when I'm 80? Am I going to be able to get out of my chair? Am I going to be able to brace myself before I fall? Those kind of things. And um, that honestly, that's where my mind goes when right. I'm working out. And I've always been an athlete, so I move athletically, and it all goes into your daily movement. Those movements you incorporate throughout your day, and you don't, you know, putting the seatbelt on, getting into your car, mm-hmm. picking up your kids, things like that. Um, you're not doing a perfect squat when you go to pick up your kids. You know, your kids are, they move a lot, and they, right. <laughs> they, they twist and turn. And so to be able to do those daily activities is so important. That, to me, is functional fitness. Like, how is this exercise going to help me do those things and live healthier longer life right right and let's just go ahead and just throw this statement out there there's probably not a lot of 
bodybuilders who are working out at the gym or people who are literally, um, you know, doing it for a specific uh, sport or Mm -hmm. a fitness show or something like that. I mean, this is what we talk about with our patients all the time. And it's like people forget, like, why do you work out? Yeah. Okay, I work out because, you know, I want to look good naked or I work (laughs) out because I want to be able to... um, you know, lose weight or I want bigger muscles or like, but most people need to almost circle back. Like really why you're working out is because you can, yeah, I don't want to be in a wheelchair when I'm 90. Like when I retire, I want to be able to walk around and move freely about the world. Like probably that like, that should be the why, right? And usually we talk about that, like, oh, that makes a lot of sense and kind of put it in a broader aspect. And those things end up getting you those ultimate goals that you wanted, those aesthetic goals. But, yep. you know, I, I put a post up a while back about goal setting. And I'm like, stop, you know, take yourself back. And before you go, I, I want to fit in the smaller jeans. Take that out of the equation for a second. Because if you're setting goals to lose weight, lose fat, get smaller clothing, clothing size, um, what I've experienced, because I did that when I was younger, um, especially before kids when those things mattered a little more, mm-hmm. And um, what I would do is I would do these crazy, like, really low-carb diets, um, or I would go to the gym for ungodly amounts of time and and run tons of miles just to do it. And then I felt like when I got to that point where I got into the size 2 jeans or or, whatever it is, I was very angry. I was a B-I-T-C-H to everybody around me. I wanted freaking carbs like you wouldn't believe. And I'm like, okay, I'm not happy. I'm fitting into clothes. That's awesome. I look awesome. Great. What did that accomplish? And so what happens is as soon as I hit that, I would, you know, last about a week. And then I would want to eat every single carb that was in my face. And I would end up blowing back up, you know, and just, it was this weird cycle. And then what happened after I had my children was I started maximizing my time in the gym. I stopped really focusing on clothing size. I just started being so thankful for the athleticism that I had, like for the amount of uh, burpees I could do in 30 seconds, for being able to jump over that bench, you know, for jumping rope for three minutes without getting winded, things like that. And that fed my inner, you know, um, my intrinsic motivators. You know, that was what I was like, that's that's awesome. Let me push myself. How many pull-ups can I get? You know, how far up the pull-up ladder can I, can I go? And those things were what fed me. So I try to tell my, my the people on Instagram following me, I'm like, Think about those things when you go to the gym. Be so thankful for how your body can move instead of being down on yourself for not fitting into the jeans you wore in high school. Yeah. Like switch your mindset and your body will repay you for it. At least it did for me. No, for sure. I mean, science would uh, would back a lot of those things mm-hmm. up for sure. You know, there's two things I want to talk about there that I think uh, are super important. One is you saying intrinsic motivation versus extrinsic motivation, right? Mm-hmm. So like... Um, Arguably, most people, and again, I haven't like I'm starting to dig into more of this kind of uh, research, but most people really just want to be happy, right? Yeah, like, right. yeah, somebody like, what do you want in life? Like, I want to be happy, right? Yeah. And so, um, just really understanding like how to get to happiness, and probably yeah. not fitting into jeans probably is not what's going to right. That's an extrinsic thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you can also control what you just said a lot more than fitting in jeans and you just said how many pull-ups can I get can right. I jump over this these yep. are things that you can control yep way better your way body's better. so complicated mm-hmm. like there's so many factors <laughs> and so many things going on like the idea of like 
you know, and then what is a healthy weight? We can go into all that and like culturally and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But like, yeah. I like to focus on things I can control. Totally. I control how makes many you, pull-ups I do. Makes you, know? you a lot more sane. Right. <laughs> you drive yourself crazy. To- uh, I've been there. I've done yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and you're going, I don't understand the calories in and the calories out this week should have made me lose this much weight. And I didn't. I gained whatever. Right. And, and why is that? And I'll why? kill myself. Why? Well, there's a thousand reasons why that is. Yeah. yeah. But totally, like setting those, um, those things, control. the controllable goal is I want to go to... Um, one yoga class and two hit classes per week. Guess what? I did those. I hit my goal. Like right. those are things that I can control. And as a result, when you're setting those positive goals that are pushing you further, your body will respond. And and to your point also, you were talking about the what is a healthy weight and all that stuff. Nobody knows. I and and I wish people. Um, I have I have a physique that just is genetically, you know it. it it works for me. And a yeah. lot of people are like, wow, you've got a great physique and all that stuff, which I really, I really appreciate You must work that. out all the time and never eat. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, and I really I'm appreciate the, the positive things, but I, what I don't want is people to look at my physique and go, I don't measure up to her. I can't do this stuff because I don't look like her. I will never look like her. The way that you look right now is awesome. And, and I wish women would embrace their bodies more and be like, thank you so much for the way you move. And I love you. And I'm going to give you all the love that I can. And this is how I'm going to show you love is I'm going to, I'm going to do yoga. I'm going to breathe for a few minutes. Um, I'm going to just, just better yourself with good food and things like that. But we, as, as women in this culture, especially Instagram, you know, we're all trying to look like Kardashians and, and, you know, Gigi Hadid's and it's just not possible, especially genetically. Like when I was in college, I wanted to look like a Victoria's Secret model. They're six foot tall. I'm five foot four. Like why? Did I beat myself up so much trying to be stick skinny, tall, because I thought that's what beauty was back then. Mm-hmm. Genetically, it's impossible for me to look like that. So stop trying to work yourself into somebody else's image. Take what you have, the genetics that you were given, and just maximize them to the best that you can. Just, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Sorry, that's my no, soapbox. No, it's good. No, it's, 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 I mean, it's one of those things that's like, uh, I use this all the time. And, probably overuse it but that's so true it's simple but just not easy right because we're just flooded yeah you know what i mean with everything that says what you're saying is not the case right and you have to kind of fight against all those things you know and and it's such a difference though i mean it's just it really is that easy if you just shifted your mindset from what we from one to the other Mm -hmm. of being you know allowing yourself to be happy allowing yourself to feel fulfilled eating good food that enriches your body and moving your body more because it feels good. If you did all those things, which is literally, people are like, well, I need to do this. Like, no, you actually just need to shift that mindset and just do it, which again, easier said than done, right? As opposed to like, I need to get to the gym so I can burn it so many calories so I can eat this chocolate chip cookie (laughs) later and then have to go to bed because I know I need these eight hours. And Mm -hmm. then like, that's just a vicious cycle that will, is not sustainable as opposed to like, you know, I, I use this all the time and tell me what you think but okay. like when I wake up in the morning I like take an inventory it's the first thing I do I was like how do I feel today and I can usually tell if yeah. I'm on the right path like you probably know your body so well at this point that you know you know the things that need yeah. to be adjusted yeah I don't drink a lot I get like sugar hangovers I like to eat and like it's amazing yeah. how much that body affects you you know what I mean like that's I, I get have, food hangovers I <laughs> have mentioned that in my in my posts before that um I mean I <laughs> Your girl likes their wine. Yeah. Um, so I have had a hangover or two. 
but I've also had food hangovers that are no joke. Um, and it, it makes me go, I really don't need to eat that donut from Krispy Kreme. As much as it's going to taste awesome for that, I mean, it takes me like 10 seconds to eat a Krispy yeah. Kreme donut. I don't know about anybody else. But that 10 seconds was blissful. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I've got a headache. I don't feel, I just feel sleepy now. Yeah. So I try to remember those things before I dive into those um, binges. And, and it's not because I'm trying to trick myself out of eating that food. It's just, I'm like, no, it's just not going to make you feel good. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, to the to the other um, side of things, I don't um, restrict myself from eating the quote unquote bad foods, which I hate that word. Mm-hmm. But um, I might have pizza two or three times a month, honestly, on the weekends. I am calorie conscious uh, during the week, eight, about 1,800 calories a day. And that's just because that's what I know I need to fuel my body, that maybe 1,600. And it's all from really good sources. And then when the weekend comes, gloves are off. Like, my husband and I have a good time downtown. If my kids want to go to Chuck E. G's and eat some pizza, we're, I'm down for that. Yeah. I'm going to have my, my wine, and we're good. But um, it's all about balance. Like, if I don't have those splurges on the weekend, I'm probably going to be miserable. I just, I am. I know that about myself. Everybody's different. But I also know that if I'm not moving um, pretty good about five to six days a week, I'm, I'm also going to be cranky. Yeah. I just know that about myself, but it's all balance. So movement is, it could be yoga, it could be a run, it could be a bike ride with my kids, it could be a hit workout. I just need to, to move. But that's one of the things I want I want the people following me to hear is just balance. You don't have to hit these um, keto diets and things like that, which if you're on it, awesome, do, do you. But you don't have to do those things because what you're trying to do is lose that weight as fast mm-hmm. as you can. Why not over the next year or two adopt slowly these healthy lifestyles and then eventually you will get to that place where you wanted to be a year ago. It's taken longer, but it's sustainable. So Yeah, yeah. I mean what's balance. sustainable was a word that I really like. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. you can look at your day and say, Can I do this every day for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. And if you say no, then you're probably not doing the right thing. It yeah. has to be sustainable over a long period of time. Totally. You know, like people always ask me, Well, how do I you you can put almost any thing about the human body into the sentence how do I lose weight how do I get stronger what's my best like shoulder rehab exercise how do I become more flexible you name it how do I be successful in life and I would say the number one thing would be like consistency yes. like can you do it day in and day out <laughs> and the people that do that are yeah. successful right like when if I move every day I feel really good and if yeah. I eat, generally eat good foods Right, and I have the awareness of when I eat bad foods, I understand this makes me feel bad, so I'm probably not going to do it in excess. Right? right, like that's really all I'm looking for for a lot of people. Is, and again, the point of this podcast is just to give people like really, really good information of how to tell, which is so hard because there's so many different fads and information out there. Sure. This is the best thing, and this is the best thing, and it continues to be the recurring theme <laughs> in the podcast that it's like, all right, I just got to be consistent and got to really understand where I where I am and where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, if I'm consistent, I'll probably feel a lot better. That's, I mean, that's, that's the key. And unfortunately, it's the hardest thing to do because, you know, you get you get set in your ways. It's You, you have lifestyle habits that they're mm-hmm. habits for a reason, you know, yeah. because they're easy for you to do. And to, to switch those is very hard. And that's why I just, I just tweak one thing at a time. And like you said, can I sustain that tweak? If not, then I need to look at another option. Right. Um, for example, I eat, a, I eat a lot of acai bowls and smoothies out and things like that because I drive all the time. I cover the whole state of South Carolina oh, wow. for my job. Yeah. So I put 40,000 miles on my car every year. And That's a lot. 
It's a, it's a it's lot. A I'm a road city. warrior. Uh, yeah. And I know every like healthy food store in every city in, in South Carolina. But I also know that there are a lot of uh, people out there that don't have $10 to spend on a smoothie every day. I totally get that. Um, they're expensive. Healthy food, typically, especially organic, yeah. is expensive. Um, so you have to figure out what is going to fit in my lifestyle, on my budget, with the things that I have. Um, and one of the things that are is expensive are the gyms and all this stuff, which is one of the reasons also that I continued doing my Instagram was I was like, I can reach anybody on any socioeconomic level. They don't have to go buy dumbbells. They don't have to go buy bands. They can do my workouts at home. So um, I'm hoping I'm hoping somebody out there is, is getting some kind of use out of that, that that doesn't have the money to go spend on a personal trainer and things like yeah, that. Yeah. What kind of feedback do you get? Do you get people that like message you a lot and kind of like, you know, there's got to be, because you have a pretty good following, yeah, right? And yeah, so good like, following. Um, you know. One thing, I got to say, one thing that I am um, proud of and extremely thankful for is I, and hopefully after this I won't get them, I don't have any negative like vibes coming at me. And I really, truly appreciate that. So thank you guys. Um, but the the comments that I get in my uh, direct messages, um, I get a lot of people that go, what is your weekly workout schedule? Um, what do you typically eat during the day? Um, but the ones that hit the hardest to me are the ones that are like, I want to be more fit. I want to be more healthy. I cannot seem to get the motivation or the time to be able to put towards myself. I'm frustrated, what can I do, that kind of stuff. Um, and for everybody, it's totally different. It's hard for me to answer. So usually what I do is I ask them a ton of questions. Like, I can't answer Super that question smart, yeah. with what you just told me. I need to know what are the limitations that you're facing? What is your background with fitness? Mm -hmm. what, you know, those kind of things. What are your goals? Um, but number one, I've also, I've realized when I go and I'll look at their profiles and there is a huge percentage of the time I will look and it is a woman who appears to be at a perfectly healthy weight. And I think that, I think they have this thing in them going, I need to be fitness stage ready. Like I need to, that, I need to be bikini body ready all the time. You are bikini body ready. Just go put a bikini on, you're good. But um, they wanna be perfect. You don't have to be perfect first of all, but that's a side note. Um, the other thing is, why don't you work with the things that you can control, like we were talking about earlier, mm -hmm. and a lot of times um, food is the number one thing that they can control because you're not having to take any extra time eating better. You just have to put a little more thought into it. That's it. So if you can't go to the gym all the time, you don't have the motivation to work out, maybe just focus on nutrition because honestly, that's, everybody says it's like 80% of the, the battle. It is. It really, truly is. So just tweak a little bit at a time with the nutrition part of it first and then as you see some things maybe that intrinsic motivation will start coming in where you go okay I'm seeing these changes now I'm a little bit more ready to do movement it just it's a good cycle there's those negative cycles too but it all kind of cycles together either positive or negative so start choosing the more positive choices and they will be a plenty as you as you yeah. go forward yeah no there's so many things I will talk about in the whole <laughs> conversation but what I want to emphasize and like this is sometimes like a stark reality for people and I probably don't say it enough but hey it's a podcast you know for all I know one person's listening or a thousand I people. do the same thing on my you Instagram know? you're good yeah <laughs> is there are no like neutral decisions yeah it's you're either Very affecting rarely, your life yeah. 
in a positive way or a negative way, yeah. right? And so when I eat something, I'm either fueling my body or I'm destroying my body. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, like that's just, you know, you really have to, you know, I'm either becoming more fit or I'm becoming less fit. Like, it's not like, yeah. oh, I'm just gonna stay here for like, yeah, you just have to make that reality. I mean, sometimes you, you need to just get a dose of reality mm-hmm. and I feel like sometimes that's it. Um, that's totally true, but as you're making those um, negative choice, you got a goal, you're going towards it, all of a sudden you make one negative choice that throws you off track. And, and I say this because it's happened to me. Um, I make that negative choice and then all, all of a sudden I feel like I'm so far off track, I'm just gonna go negative for a while until I feel like I can get back on track. Mm-hmm. Once I'm sure. mentally prepared to get back on track. But now what I do is I'm like, okay, I went off track, no big deal. I'm back on track. Right. Like, I'm, I'm now, right? Right now, I'm back on track. I just yeah. made a healthy choice. I'm back on track. Made another bad choice. Whatever. I'm back on track. Yeah. So yeah, you're absolutely right. It's 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 just tough, right? I mean, and, and the flywheel, I use that all the time in rehab, and I use it all the time in health, right? So like, movement can be a way to start making healthier choices mm-hmm. and start eating better, which will make you move more, which will make you feel better. So you want to move more, and it's like this positive yeah. flywheel. Yeah, it is. You know, and um, building momentum is huge. Like, it'd be very very difficult, probably for either one of us to stop moving at this point. Like yes. it's gonna take some sort of <laughs> catastrophic injury and even then probably I'd find a way to move somehow, right? Yeah. So that's really, really good. And I want, I always tell people like, you just need to yeah, find a way to, to build up on momentum so you can mm-hmm. keep making better and better, better right. choices. Food is a great it's way to do that. Right. Cause it's hard. Like I will, I will work out in almost day. Like I could eat hamburger milkshake, I'd still work out. I'm weird <laughs> like that. But um, most people probably don't want to work out after something like that. Mm-hmm. If you eat like an apple or something like that, like, oh, okay, yeah. I can I can exercise right now. Like I just made another good choice and That's then, right. you know, keep uh, building momentum that You're way. You're right. It is all about that. I mean, because like I said, I've done that and I'm now at a place where I don't know if I will ever look back at that, that negative momentum. Yeah. Like I don't think I can ever even get there because I just enjoy the way I'm living so much right now. Yeah place good place to it's be and like that place. we can just get more people right i mean that's the idea know, right I, just inspire more people to say hey like look you know I wish yeah where you can be and again it just takes that one um little piece one thing i want to circle back to and i've had recently a lot of women on the podcast you know but not on purpose just sure. kind of how it happened and i feel like you, we keep coming to this when i have these conversations we keep coming to this head of like um when women want to start to work out or you're just trying to motivate and trying to kind of get them to that next step. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know how to word it, but like it's, it's it seems difficult or like, I mean, look, frankly, make some body image kind yeah. of things that are happening, which culturally I don't claim to understand those things, right? But like, right. you know, you I feel like if you could start intrinsically and get the body image thing to change, which we had somebody who kind of specialized that way early on, which was really, really well. But like, I feel like starting there would be like, oh, okay. Like, cause it's probably really, really hard. Um, You know, again, I don't claim to relate, but like really, really hard to uh, work out if you don't like feel good in your own skin. Right. And so it's like, yeah, you need to work out and maybe that's going to help you feel good in your own skin. But sometimes it seems like basically what we you. just talked about, right? Yeah. Like it just fuels that there negative are, body image possibly. There are so many women that will not step foot in a gym. Uh, I, I've had them comment, I, I'm going to start doing your workouts at the gym when I lose 20 pounds. 
Sure. And yeah. what does that tell me? They want to be confident walking into the gym before they start working out. Now that's completely against logic, mm-hmm. right? For for a normal thinking person that why why would she do that? That's dumb. She's never gonna lose the twenty pounds if she doesn't right. start doing something. But I get what she's saying. Um, there was a study also done where they would put um, a tread, they'd set a treadmill up, and they'd have a, a super fit girl running. And, um, or what it was, they had a treadmill set up, and somebody would, like a gym goer, would get on it. And unknowingly, they would have a woman who was super fit hop on the one next to her, and they would time how long that person stayed on the treadmill. So, um, very randomized study, this person had no idea. But then they also did the same thing with somebody who wasn't as fit. Just just your normal, you know, power walking. Sure. You know, I'm going to yeah. get on here and do my thing and listen to a podcast or whatever. And um, a, a similar woman would get on next to her. And the time was actually longer that they would stay on the treadmill next to your more average physique than the woman who was probably a, in a bikini show. And what, what they concluded was there's a certain confidence that gets shut down when they have somebody next to them and maybe, I wonder what she's thinking about me. I wonder what, if she thinks I'm not as fit, let me get off, I'm not comfortable. So um, the one thing I want people to know is I've been in a gym so many times, people are not looking at other people and judging you. Mm -hmm. They're just not. And frankly, I applaud any any woman that I see running down the street, she could look like a marathon runner or somebody that just started and I'm just like, yes girl, go, go. Like I I revel in the fact that women are just active and especially when I see, just women in crop tops and yoga pants, all sizes. I'm just like, yes, girl. Like, yes, your body is gorgeous. Thank you for appreciating it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm semi-obsessed with trying to get people to take that first step, <laughs> right? And it's just like, that's the biggest challenge, right? How do you create that first line of action, right? And yeah. just, yeah, I mean, if they, just like you said, if you if you can wear that crop top and you're just ready to go, then yeah. you're going to go, you know what I mean? And it's going to... That could be that first step in that positive flywheel. Just yeah. like, all right. I mean, it, it almost needs to be, like, there almost needs to be sports therapists for people just getting started because mm-hmm. let, let's work through these issues so that you feel comfortable tackling your goals, you know? But it's not like that. We just, we don't have the access to those things. Yeah. So. You know, it's becoming a little bit more with the advent of, like, life coaching and yeah. health coaching, right? Like, we're understanding that it's just as much, you know, mindset and intrinsic motivation as is the actual you know, modalities and sets and reps, mm-hmm. which obviously matter, right, for sure. certain things. But sure. for, Absolutely. let's go ahead and say, well, I forgot the statistic now, but like we're 60% like overweight and like, you know, 30% clinically obese, something like that. Yeah. I don't know the exact statistics. So almost anybody just needs to move to some degree. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, let's just take that, take that one first step and... Yeah, I mean, I keep using the positive flywheel, but I think that's just a super powerful it way is. To, it is. to look at those things. Yeah. The other thing that I've ran into, and I didn't get to get into it yet with anybody else, and just tell me what you think of this, but like, um, we've had this too, because we do a lot of strength conditioning stuff. Right. So like, we really feel like the in order for the body to be resilient and strong, robust, you need to lift heavy weight, right? Like mm-hmm. the body responds to lifting totally. something heavy, and that can mean a thousand things. It doesn't need, mean a 200 pound squat. It could mean a body weight squat, yeah. just like intensity. It's dependent on the person, right. but like we run into a lot of women who feel like if they work out mm-hmm. or they get stronger, they're going to get bulky, Yeah, you know? And have you had to conquer that or talk about that at all with some of you? Like, when I was personal training, yeah. I had that a lot. I would get the women that would come in, they go, okay, like don't make me too muscular, right. Right. okay? 
I'm like, honey, stop. I'm trying to, <laughs> you told me what you want, I'm going to give you what you want. Um, but I am a huge advocate of at least once or twice a week, I, um, I try to lift heavy. Um, and by heavy, I mean I'm, I'm um, squatting 205, I'm benching 135, those kinds of things. That's heavy, yeah, that's good. And, and I'm proud of that, and I don't, I don't do it a lot, but I'm like, if I'm going in there to lift, I'm going to lift. Mm-hmm. And um, because I don't, I, so I actually teach at Crunch um, Fitness on, over on Long Point. Okay. Yep. I sub, because uh, <laughs> Homegirl ain't got any time to take right, full class. Right, you're doing a lot of things, yeah. I, I sub do. when I can, and, and because of that, I have a membership there, and um, they've got a great facility, great um, uh powerlifting racks and things like that mm-hmm. and I love to go over there and play but what I do is I will do my um, uh, my ladders I'm increasing my weight and going down on my reps and then at the end of it I just max out like however many I can with with a good 135 on my back but in between those I'm doing burpees in between those I'm doing football you know lateral shuffles things like that yeah you're not, I don't you're not stop. yeah you're not sitting still ever are you? and uh, but again it's all about yeah. maximizing my time I don't have time to be in there for right for an and that's what and you half. enjoy frankly right yes. like if yes. somebody went in there and said hey you need to take three minute rest breaks and we're gonna max out and we're this percentage yeah. you can't move at all you probably <laughs> agree yeah like I'm not doing that you're crazy. you know and that's you know again yeah. another theme is just like man you got to do what you enjoy because that's to circle back what we talked about that's sustainable yeah that's you gotta yeah. have fun I, I have a good I have a good time yeah. and I like I will take um, I mean obviously a lot of my workouts are just I'm like hmm that sounds like a good exercise let me test that out and see if I yeah that right. worked that worked like my whole body let's try that um, I'll do that at the gym too because they have all these apparatuses to like play on I'm like I wonder if I can do this and this and this oh that's cool so um, yeah I, I just have fun at the gym and you know I don't like to go when it's super busy um, because I, for example, we were playing um, flag football with our kids. Like there were three families got together yesterday. Cool. And the kids are playing and everything. I'm like, so when are when are we gonna play? Like, are the adults gonna play? Why am Why am I left out of this? Because yeah. I'm such a kid at heart. And so what do I do? I go over there with my three year old and I start doing handstand walks because I'm just bored. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it it all speaks to you. But what I'm saying is, don't be don't be afraid to think outside the box and just go move when you're at the gym either. Like try try new stuff. Especially if you're new, don't get all weird about going to equipment that you're not used to and you know, you're like, What if what if I look stupid? What if I end up on one of those fail videos on YouTube or yeah. who cares? So now you're you know a YouTube celebrity. Awesome. Good right. Job. Right. Just try it. Take some fame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm on one yeah. somewhere. <laughs> look at this crazy girl. Yeah, no, I mean you need to have I mean, you know, we've We've talked about this before too. It's just like the idea of play and how like you know why aren't we as adults just get out there and just like yes. you know stay outside and just just play Dude, whatever I, that means. I you burn know. at least thirty percent of the calories I burn playing with my kids. Right. They're so much fun. I mean, they're 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 three and six. Charleston weather's usually pretty. I mean, we just got through August, so that's good. Yeah. But it's, right now it's, it's now at that perfect. Yeah. Weather. Everyone loves it till like November, and then yeah, <laughs> and it gets too cold for people. But oh, I don't think it's yeah. Oh, it's sixty outside. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, put on your yeah. sweater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get a parka out for sure. Yeah. Much. No, no. The weather here is just perfect for that yes. stuff, and just yeah, being on the beach and um, yeah, just get out there. And we kind of went on a tangent for sure, but. Uh, yeah, just get out there and play. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that you lift heavy like that, yes. right? It's just, I think there's some emphasis there in saying that, like, if you really want to get bulky, hmm. it's pretty hard. Like, yeah. well, do you know what I mean? Like, I've been trying to get bigger my entire <laughs> life, and I lift all heavy all the time, and it's very difficult for me to well, get, quote, bulky. It, like, and I mentioned this a while back. It's it's genetic. Like, it's yeah. going to be, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there, it's going to be very hard to get Jenny Fisher's physique. 
it just is because I have a physique that genetically was gifted to me. Right. I can't be six foot tall and thin, and I also like I endomorph, exomorph, um, mesomorph, all those. Sure. I'm pretty sure I'm a mesomorph. Like I just pick up weights and I get, you know, biceps defined and my yep. my quads pop. Um, there's some people that just will never get their quad to pop like they want because it's just probably unless unless they are just targeting those quads and nothing right. else. But um, not only that, but it takes a lot more calories too to bulk up. Like you see a lot of these women doing like booty gain, like hashtag booty gains and all that. Like they have Instagrams dedicated to building their butts, which is hilarious to me. But they also talk about how many carbs they eat. Like it's, it's something that you have to concentrate on if you really wanted to bulk up. But I do heavy weights because I feel like it kind of fills in. So I'm not as saggy. Does that make sense? Like I feel like if I didn't have heavy weights, my muscles wouldn't be as full in a good way. Yep. But that's, I don't know. I, I'm a layman still. I personal trained 14 years ago. A lot of things have changed. But I just know that I have never felt bulky. I actually feel um, not slimmer. That's not the best way. Just toned and, and um, pulled together is the right. best way I can describe it when I lift heavy. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be stronger if you lift heavier, right? Yeah. And if you work out consistently and you're continuously do the same weights. Right. Right? Unless you start doing sets of 1,000. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is just at some point becomes ridiculous. You just need to go a little yeah. bit heavier and well, get and stronger. And that's how you maintain. Yeah, and if you're health. lifting right, you're also at a fat burning zone. So you're going to be burning the, the fat also, which is going to lean you out a little bit more too. And I think it's just going to get you to the goal that you want ultimately. Yeah. I mean, what, what I've taken away to kind of like start wrapping things up in a bow is like, we need to shift our focus, you know, not necessarily our goals. I do like the idea of goals of like, okay, I want to get stronger, but also maybe I want to lose weight. Yeah. I want to look yeah. a certain way, like short term, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But like shift that focus from those more superficial things to things that you can control a little bit more, which would be like achievable movement based goals, whether it's like, I want to be able to run this far. Mm-hmm. I want to be able, I mean, I want to be able to lift this much. Right. I want to be things. able to jump, whatever, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. just things like that. And like things that I, I'm really playing with, I mean, words really, really matter. I'm realizing that more and more, especially in the healthcare field, mm-hmm. but something that creates a little bit more like fulfillment, you know, rather than happiness, happiness seems really, you can, you can, I can be really happy for three seconds eating a chocolate right. chip cookie, right? but it's not, you know, I'm not going to be fulfilled after that, you yeah, know? I, so, you know, it's almost like you want to feel balanced, you know, you're going to have the highs and the lows, but on average, you're, you're just at a good balanced on the upper higher end, you sure. know what I mean? But, um, yeah, being happy all the time is not, it's not attainable, really. You can't be happy a hundred percent of the time, but you can feel normal and balanced right right and not what you kind of said is like don't compare yourself naturally like to what how I look or what I'm doing right Mm -hmm. again it's it's hard but use that as inspiration to be that version of yourself whatever that may be yeah so cool so um maybe tell um everyone a little bit about how they can reach you or check stuff out about the cool yeah. stuff that you're doing if you don't mind sharing that yeah no problem so i'm not selling anything so yeah. if you want to if you want to follow me um i'm on instagram facebook and youtube at fit fish mom and my last name's fisher so fit fish mom and um yeah it's just a good community of moms that were super supportive and i'm all about women's empowerment um just getting people healthy with no excuses is, is my goal yeah, I mean, somebody who's willing to dedicate their free time with <laughs> job, kids, husband, keeping yeah. themselves fit to yeah. 
do something like that. I think well, selfishly, awesome. this it, it has fulfilled a lot in me. Like it, it definitely fills a place in my heart that is I've, I've wanted since I personal trained. I got out of that and I'm like, I want to help other women. This is so easy to do. I want to help them. And so it's totally um, filled that place in my heart that I, I needed. So it's That's awesome. Yeah. It's some, some uh, what is it? Uh, symbiotic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get something, everybody else does too. Right, yeah, yeah. No, hundred percent. I think that's it's cool. I mean, we need uh, more people like you around who just Thanks. can kind of, you know, start making checks in the right direction. Because yeah. I mean, there's just uh, a lot of people doing that, and I think, and not necessarily people doing it for the right reasons mm -hmm. sometimes. And that, you know, that is what it is, and that's fine. Yeah. But like, you have somebody who's truly passionate about it. I think people can usually tell. The authenticity is yeah. there. I mean, I'm, I'm, passion is definitely the one thing I have. Um, knowledge, I'll be very honest, knowledge is not always the best thing that I have. So I get a lot of people that ask me about certain diets or different um, exercise uh, things. And I'm like, you know what? I, I don't know much about that. So here are people that specialize in that and I will refer them out. Um, but everything that I teach or post about is, is what I do, what has worked for me. And... Um, as selfish as that sounds, that's what I feel comfortable teaching people about. And if it works for you, great. If that totally isn't going to work for you, there is somebody out there that can speak to you on your level. Um, but I, I hope everybody understands that. Like, you don't have to do everything I'm doing. It's just that's where my expertise is, is in me. So that's what I share. Yeah. No, I think that people who really understand who they are and what they're good at and give that information out are the ones that are going to be successful as opposed to, like, yeah, I'm going to pretend like I know this. I'm going to pretend like I know that. I'm going to do a little bit of this. I'm going to do a little bit of that. It's like, no, here's the stuff I like to do. Here's exactly what it is. Here's who it's for. Yeah. And it's okay if it's not. And just keep going forward. I mean, like, that's where you can make a really, really big impact. That's how we feel about our our made-to-move facility, too. It's yeah, just, it's awesome. You know, here's who we're a good fit for. And if yep. we're not, like, yep. we'll just send you over to somebody who, who can get you to your goals. It's a great business model, you know? Yeah. It makes things a lot easier. Stay, stay in your lane. Yeah. It's just more simple. <laughs> yeah. Right? So simple. Well, I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank I you. really appreciate you. Thank you so by. much for having me. I yeah. really, it's really cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. No, absolutely. Went through went to a lot of different places, which I love. It's like the more <laughs> tangents I go on, the more successful I think the conversation is. So well, thank you. I, yeah. I really enjoyed this conversation. So all right. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. What's up, everybody? Eve here. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Charleston podcast. If you did. We would love for you to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. And please leave us any comments. We're always looking to improve or recommend a guest. Yes, we take recommendations. Also, if you want to learn a little bit more about us and our health and human performance clinic, where we do physical therapy and performance training, please go check out madetomovept.com. Again, that's made, the number two, movept.com. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.